Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove. And here we are in the Bible reading app. We have been in the book of Luke. In fact, today we'll be reading Luke chapter 6. So follow along if you can. Otherwise, let me read it over you. And in the end, I'll give you a few thoughts before we end our time together. Here we go. Reading in the New International Version, Luke chapter 6. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some heads of grain, rub them in their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking, and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them all, and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them, whom he also designated apostles. Simon, who he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there, and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured, and the people all tried to touch him, because power was coming from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you, and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, 
for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First, take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it, because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. This concludes the reading of Luke chapter 6 and concludes our reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. I love what Luke points out in his telling of this parable of the man who builds his house on a rock. Because listen to what it says. It says, anyone who listens to the word of the Lord is like a man who dug down deep 
and laid a foundation on rock. Now, the contrast of this is someone who doesn't listen to God's word is like somebody who just built his house on the ground without a foundation. Now, here's an interesting thought. In both parts of this parable, the house is built in the same location. The difference is the man who listens to the word of God is like the one who dug down underneath the sand and found the rock foundation. Then he began to build his house on that rock. The other man is building his house in the same spot. He's just not doing the work to lay the foundation properly. Or should I say, to dig down to the foundation that was already laid. You see, that's what the Word of God is. It's a foundation for us to build our life on. And the one who hears God's Word and obeys it is the one that's doing the work to listen to the Word of God to dig down and find those nuggets of truth that they can stand on. So when the storms come, when the opposition from the people around them comes, or when the false teachings try to shake their faith, they cannot be shaken. Why? Because they know the truth. They've done the work to seek it out, to find it, and to build their life on it. But when you don't do that, this is what this parable is saying. Basically, you don't have a foundation in the moment any false teaching comes or when doubt or frustration or circumstance hit that person, they instantly collapse because they don't know what to stand on. I'm so proud of you. You know why? Because you have been digging down and finding that foundation by reading the word, by listening to it be spoken over you. By trying to find out what it says and why it says it, you are doing the work required of you to dig down to that foundation so that you can build your life on something strong. So keep doing that work. The more you do it, the more strong you'll be. And when the enemy throws something at you, or when life just has circumstantial things that cause you to be frustrated or broken or down, you will still be able to stand strong because you have a life that has been built on a foundation that you did the work to dig down and build upon. Keep listening to God's word, reading it, studying it, memorize it when you can, and let it be the foundation that you build your life on. When you do that, you will stand strong. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Thank you.